everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cereal and Beer. Happy March Madness, everyone. Yeah, um, that's for football. Um, it's basketball. To, yeah, it's the little basketball, <laughs> men and women's basketball. Man, yeah, I don't watch sports. <laughs> uh, do you gamble on them? No, I don't. Ah, uh, why not? Because <laughs> I don't watch them. <laughs> so it would be just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm too nervous of a person to gamble on sports, especially because I, you know, I have my teams, Go Tar Heels, Go Gators, and I can't put more stress on myself that way. Mm. Oh, like, are you the kind of person that would bet on the team that you like? Yeah, because like... Oh. Hmm. It's exactly that is which compounds the problem. I can't bet on. I can't. It feels too guilty to be like, yeah, I would have, you know, bet on my rival because they're gonna win. It just feels like a betrayal. Ah, that's just business. Oh man, I think uh, I'm just like cut out for those type of things, man. Uh, it, I'll sell uh, up my team. I don't care. Right? Taking a dive, man. Like, I don't know, man. It's like, you feel guilty. You're just like, what do I do? It had to be a very significant, like, amount of money I could win. Like, really good odds. Hey, Even I mean, then, like, but think of it this way. If you bet on the other team, then you win either way. <laughs> like, if, if the opponent vote. wins, then you win money. If your team wins, then you win, you know, your team wins and you're happy. Right. That's true, and at the same time, you you lose either way as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be so pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> that glass is half empty. It'll break if we rest out. <laughs> it's it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum, and just it's like oof. Betting on sports is uh, it's 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 actually easier when you don't care, like. Mm. It's fun to watch, like you know, football, but it's more relaxing when it's not your team playing. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, it's like, oh, that's cool that happened. And like, oh, that was a good. Like, <laughs> yeah. When you're not as invested, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could enjoy the game for the game. Exactly, exactly, and it's yeah, because sometimes I put too much of my heart into it, <laughs> mm. especially for like rivalry week. I'm just like, oh man, because if, if as long as my teams beat my rivals, then I feel okay about the season, no matter how it goes. Mm. Yeah, it didn't go well this year, so it's uh, not great. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't appreciate the the stress from watching sports. It like, can be because like I I do feel bad when the team loses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah, like, and that, I kind of had an experience where, like, my team was losing a lot, and so it's just like, I'm just not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this in my life. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, in, like, some cities, if you, 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 you lose, you riot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and sometimes <laughs> if you win, you riot. <laughs> exactly, good old L.A. <laughs> Very ex- highly excitable people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know in in like europe you know they're like super crazy about um football yes. uh and uh, like i heard that like domestic violence rates like go up like significantly like during sports matches or after sports matches Jeez. yeah it's like that's horrible it is like people people can't control themselves man mm. and like like yeah, I just can't picture that. You know, it's like my team lost, so I'm gonna beat my wife. Like what? Like how? Like how does that even work? You know? Exactly, exactly. And also for a sports fan, I feel like it's really insulting if somebody just says like it's just a game. Because <laughs> <laughs> like people really put their heart into it, and it's probably better to be like, yeah, it does really suck. Mm. <laughs> and yes, the other team did cheat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like playing video games. Has anybody ever told you that? Like, if you get mad at a video game, you're like, it's just a game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, 
for those of you out there who are too young to play the NES, that was like a stress machine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was stressful, from getting the game to work to playing the games. Yeah. It's like, it's how you get high blood pressure when you're like under <laughs> 10. <laughs> That's like the beginning of rage quits. Like um, a friend, like I had a friend who told me a story about like a kid we knew, and one time he just got so mad he ripped the game, like the cartridge, out of the NES and slammed it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like I've seen stuff like that. Like people like do that kind of stuff. Like I, I can't picture him doing that though. Like, I've never been that mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people sometimes feel got some rage in them that will make them do insane things. Yeah, like, if you watch, like, like you could watch YouTube or whatever and just see, people like, streamers who just lost it on mm. stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, man, some people are just like, yeah, so it's good. maybe a bit too much. Some people are dangerous. Like, mm. people really lose it mm. like um you know like it's every like on the occasions where you see like people like really lose in public it's like okay this is getting a little nuts <laughs> <laughs> you know i i don't think i've ever seen anybody like really really lose it in public here in japan yeah that's like that is like the like spotting a unicorn over there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like the only time I've ever seen anything like that was like two dudes like staring each other down like face to face in like in a sub like a um subway and like whoa oh it's going down. <laughs> like, somebody's waiting for somebody else to to start the first punch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real fun. interesting, you know. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I once, like, bumped into a guy, you know, we were, well, well, we bumped into each other, we were walking, and, uh -huh. you know, brushed shoulders and whatever, and we both turned around, uh -huh. <laughs> and usually uh -huh. the rule is you don't turn around, right? right. right. <laughs> but he turned around, and I turned around, we were just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, we apologized. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Sorry about that. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, over here, sometimes that can just get out of control, especially, like, road rage. Dude, mm. it's nuts. Yeah. Like, I've, like, um, like, once a friend and I were grocery shopping, and then we accidentally cut off this dude, and he, and he was, like, following us for a minute. I'm just like, okay, so great. This is how things are going now. Mm. And just yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Road rage is the worst, man. Absolutely. Like, I, like it's weird because like I when I was young, I used to get a lot of road rage as well. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I, well yeah, you know it's not something I'm proud of obviously, but mm -hmm. um, but now it's just like, what was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, driving just brings out the Hulk in people. Yeah, I, I don't know why, like, but, like, yeah, I do remember just being, like, super mad. Mm. Like, and now it's just, like, what was I thinking, you know? <laughs> like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, is it just that, like, just, like, driving in it itself is a stressful thing to do? Uh, maybe that's it, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I guess, yeah, you know, like, if someone does cut you off or something, that's dangerous. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you do get a reaction like, oh, well, you know, we could have been hurt in this. Mm -hmm. We could have, like, you know, died in an accident or we could have, you know, had our car damaged for, like, thousands mm -hmm. of dollars. So, yeah, maybe that, that's the root of it. I don't know. Yeah. And just people want to get to where they're going or, like, uh, I don't know. People, I think people just have the idea, like, everybody sucks but me. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. Yeah. Dude, they should have seen me jump this curb. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That, you know, and I think that's the reason why I'm really against, 
like guns. <laughs> because you know, like you're you're only as as sane as your options allow you to be. <laughs> yes, no, that's right. And you know, most villains think they're the either the hero or the victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. it, yeah, it's it's just super odd, and like how it almost feels like a very pessimistic thing to do to like be so on guard. Mm. Yeah. And it, like um, I was watching this um, debate on Vice. You know, when it was about guns and you had mm. people on both sides, and it was just, it just felt really sad that people felt thro- so threatened in their lives that they had to have a gun. Mm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I gotta, gotta be ready to protect myself. Like that just sucks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's you know sad. Yeah. That like you don't trust your your community to protect you, mm. or just to be safe. Mm-hmm. And then there's just some people who are just like, yeah, I'm gonna fight off the government. We fight off the government. So <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you with your guns are can defeat like, you know, a squadron of highly trained professionals. I'm sure. <laughs> like all they gotta do is ruin your credit score. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's so weird. Mm. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is one of those divisive issues where like, I I do think it's important to like, get to know how the people opposite of you are, are feeling and thinking too. Mm-hmm. There was another one about um education, and it was like, you know, people for charter schools and people against charter schools. And, like, I thought it was really interesting. But what I thought really was weird, how um one guy's like, yeah, it should be about education, not indoctrination. And, you know, I think at one point talked about he was a religious person. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. no, it, like, no indoctrination here. But, you know, religion yeah. could be viewed as indoctrination. Yeah. So they didn't really see, like, that was just really odd to hear that. <clears throat> yeah. And, yeah, because, like, you know, here one of the hot-button issues is, like, um, critical race theory. And mm-hmm. people are weirdly preemptively banning it. It's, it's only for, like, um, a, you know, post, post-secondary education. You know, like, you got to be, like, they're not really teaching it in, like, public schools. And people are just weirded about, weird out about it. And I'm like, Why? It's like they're not. It's not even a thing. It's like being scared a tiger's gonna attack you in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it. But it was interesting to hear like, like people thinking, oh, people who are against it, like, oh, we should be talking about um, you know, the heroes, like you know, George Washington Carver, and and you know, Sojourner Truth, and those type of people. I think there was some merit to that. Mm. But like, I also. Th- think that there are some peoples in America that are just still terrified of black people. Mm. And like they're scared out of their mind that they'll become you know, victims, like the tables be turned on them. Mm. Uh, and it's like that fear I think like like unconsciously drives them to feel this way. Like let's not talk about like, you know, uh, racism, let's not talk about injustice. There's no such thing as systemic, you know, bigotry. Because mm. I think they're unwill, like they're just terrified of of that of those some people being you know lashing out at them. Yeah, and you know there, I think there's a lot of things like I think really it's a communication problem um, mm-hmm. that people are having because like there's a lot of fear of like the language that's being used. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like, the word privilege. No one wants to be called privileged. Right. Because, you know, like, you, you know, you don't want to be called privileged. I mean, that, that right. just makes sense, right? And so it's, it, it gets very difficult to acknowledge that you have privilege because it comes with all this other baggage with it. It, it mm-hmm. sounds like you did not earn what you have 
it sounds right. like you know that you just got what you got because of your skin color uh, even though you know from your point of view mm-hmm. you worked very hard so mm-hmm. like like th- this happened to me well, well like uh, in terms of like running so like I I run um, mm-hmm. a lot and um, so one of the things that like, it, it just kind of struck me was that, like, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, like, I'm putting in the hours, I'm going out, I'm working really hard, you know, mm-hmm. like, and if anyone wants to say, oh, well, you know, you, like, you don't deserve that, like, you, you, you only are fast because of this and that, you know, because you have privilege right. or whatever, I'd be mad, I'd be like, no, I'm putting in the sweat, like, I actually right. know, I'm, like, I'm out there beating the streets with my, you know, yeah, and, like, that would make me mad, but if I sit back and think about it, like the reason I am able to run as much as I do is because like my job allows me to. Like yeah. if I had to work as much as most people work, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be running. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my my wife like prepares good, you know, home cooked meals that are healthy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We have time and income to buy healthy food and you know all that kind of stuff. So it's like we're not always eating junk food. Right. Uh, and you know that might not be an option for other people. And, you know, there, there are a lot of different, like, factors involved in this, and it's not just, like, the sweat that I put in. Uh, and all of that is, like, a form of privilege, right? Right. But if someone were to tell me, oh, man, you're just privileged, like, I would be upset because it's like, no, but I'm actually out there running it. I'm sweating. It's, it's hard work, you know? And, you know, you, you get offended by that, right? And I think that's yeah. how, how the, the thing of privilege works, you know? Because when you're in that position, you are working hard. Right. Like, you, you know, you are putting in that sweat, and you are, you know, working overtime and stuff like that. And so it's it's difficult to see, like, from a more, um, I guess, from a different point of view, how you could be privileged. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you, all you could see is that you are working hard and that you are putting in the overtime hours that you're, you know, you, you went to, you know, good college or whatever. And that's you know what you're focusing on, mm-hmm. and uh, so it it makes it harder to accept that you have privilege, right? And you know, it, and it also kind of feels like, oh well, like so all this work that I'm doing counts for nothing now, mm-hmm. and that that's kind of you know that offends people's senses, you know? That, yeah, because they did work hard. Well, you know, maybe they did. <laughs> some, some people don't. <laughs> Obviously, not everybody. You know, like some people don't work hard and they get a lot of money, and that's you know, right. whatever. But you know, some people do, and so I think. But I think it's mostly about the language, you know, of, of using these words, and you know, like people feel attacked, and you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think, the, you know, so the the point is that you have to be able to engage people and just say, look, you know, I know you do work hard and you do. You do all of this, but you know there are these systems mm-hmm. where other people who work equally as hard do not get access to the same you know benefits as you do. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, you know I like I I really do think uh, it's it's a communication problem because right. people just feel like they're being attacked and they're feeling that they're not being seen or that they're not being heard right. uh, from their own point of view, and so. I think it's very difficult for people to, you know, to to actually sit down and like make progress in solving an issue. Uh, right. Because the other thing is that everybody just wants to win. Mm-hmm. They don't want to solve problems. They just want to win the argument. Right. In even in like interpersonal relationships, I've learned that it's like being right isn't isn't the best goal a lot of times yeah it's it's moving forward <laughs> basically basically like being win like just i feel like winning is so ego driven sometimes mm. sometimes like you know even like in our, like relationships and it's like if they have a like they're just they're just incorrect about something like it's like sometimes like i gotta remind myself is it worth like a battle is it worth like getting annoying each other to mm. you know to just debate this Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just, just let it go because it's okay. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, and you don't, yeah, you don't have to win every time you talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just 
I think some people just really love being right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's, 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 it can be just addictive. It's like validating. It's like, and uh, it's it's an odd thing to think about when you really dig into it. And then like you know, to sometimes it's um, I feel that when you um, hmm, what's that say? Yeah, I think how you word things really does matter. Like, two progressive terms that I really disagree with is defund the police and um, quiet quitting. I think there's, I, I agree with what they're trying to say, but I think like, those terms are really ham fisted. I think there's, yeah, they're yeah. just, they're, they're gonna get pushed back just the way they're just worded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? I completely agree. Defund the, yeah, that's, that's, it, it's so misleading, like, it's, absolutely, yeah, and, hmm, so, yeah, a lot of times when you hear arguments, people are arguing about different things, because they, they don't mm-hmm. understand, like, they're not looking at the issue from the same perspective, or they're not using the same words to describe, you know, what they're trying to do, you know? Yeah, so. or, or they may not even be thinking about why they're having a debate about it, because, mm-hmm. Some with some people that I've I've tried to talk to, sometimes it just feels like I just want to you know, bring up my talking points and that's all. Mm. And like mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't really you know get us anywhere. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, <laughs> I see your laundry list and like hey, what am I gonna do with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but just having good faith conversations is it can be really tough when, you know, you know when people aren't really thinking about it. Now, like now as an adult, I see, I really do understand the value of like things like debate club and philosophy. Like, damn, you know, younger me dude, really didn't understand the power. But you know, I think it's a power that people abuse a lot. Hmm. People, like, I've seen people that are, like, you know, I guess they're, they've read a couple of books on debate and whatever, mm-hmm. and they use it to win. Like, mm-hmm. without, like, okay, for example, I got into a kind of argument with somebody, um, and he accused me of whataboutism. Oh. So... <laughs> The, the topic we were talking about was water usage in California. <laughs> and um, so the, the person had pointed out that, uh, you know, a lot of the farmers or uh, almond farmers uh, take up a lot of California's water, mm-hmm. which is actually true. Um, and so I was not debating that. Uh, <laughs> what I was debating was that, like, there were other people that were also using the water. Like, uh-huh. so the farmers, they pay for the water, right? They pay for the water and then, you know, they use it and they make a product and then, you know, and it helps the economy and whatever. Whereas opposed to like Nestle, where they just take the water from the mountains and then they yeah. bottle it and they sell it like all over the yeah. place. And like, that's, that's just stupid, right? Like, like when when California has a water problem and you have a company that's just taking the water and profiting from it, right? And selling it like that that's just evil, right? right. Well, <laughs> like that's that, like I don't I don't know, like there there's no other way you could paint that. Like and so I pointed that out and then the person was like, Oh well, you know, I'm disappointed in you and all this what about is <laughs> and like I, like that got me upset really. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he was using it as like like he, he was saying that you're using like a dirty debate tactic uh, and you're just trying to switch you know the conversation from what I'm trying to say is what you know he was trying to say but I think that whataboutism is perfectly valid in certain situations right because if you're drawing let's just say you're drawing a direct analogy or you're like you're saying you know if it if it's per- germane to the talking point, then it's not. Just like um, 
there's a logical fallacy of like uh, appealing to ex to experts. But if you are an expert, then you know, mm -hmm. you know, you have a lot more knowledge and, and insight rather than just layperson. Hmm. Yeah, and like it's, like my my thing about it was that like what is what aboutism is not bad like like if you're looking at cutting the budget mm -hmm. and you're focusing on one person who's you know who overspent by a hundred dollars yeah and there's another person that overspent by like you know ten billion dollars mm -hmm. you're just focusing on the person with one hundred dollars that person has is perfectly within their right to say what about that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly, and that is not is not necessarily a logical fallacy. Yeah, yeah, I like, I mean, it's true that I might have spent more than I needed to, right? <laughs> but right. I think there are bigger fish to fry here. <laughs> exactly. So, I think people need to understand, you know, you, you shouldn't be using these, you know, these, I guess, facts about debate just to strike somebody down without really examining the whole picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, and like, well, it, it's like, you know, flip-flopping. I remember when mm -hmm. people were saying that, you know, all this, oh, he flip-flops, he flip-flops, you know, like in, like, debates and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, and and Obama also said this. He said, like, that that's, like, so stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you get new information and it... You know, and that information helps you change your mind to make a better decision. Then that's better than just like, you know, being like super stubborn and saying, "Well, I'm not gonna flip flop. I'm just gonna keep on going this way." You know, it's like, like so. I, like whenever I hear that, oh, he's a flip flopper. It's like that. It's just like the dumbest thing to me. It really is, and it's, it's. I think it just speaks to the political climate that we're in. That it's all about tribalism. That you're either you're on team red or team blue, and mm -hmm. that's it. And you have to stick with the talking points, stick with the you know, with the beliefs, even if you you know there's good evidence for you to not believe like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's tougher that way. Mm. That now now that it seems like you know, there's now there's like okay, what even is a moderate anymore? Hmm. And so, yeah. you know, reaching that point in public discourse, it's you're not gonna get anywhere because you, it, it's unfortunately you have to be on, you know, team A or B to really mm -hmm. get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you know, bipartisanship is extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, it's even weirder. Like when um, they were trying to find, let's just say, the, um, the I guess the the leader of the you know Republicans. And how that Kevin McCarthy had to make some concessions, especially to the people who were like extreme right. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like, is that a smart thing to do? Yeah. Like, is that good for this country? <laughs> Which I don't think so. I think that's like when you, yeah, that's like catering to like you know the extremely vocal minority, like mm. really like. It's like saying like they even, wasn't there a concession saying like oh yeah it, even like if one person like voted they could like you know take out <laughs> the leader. Mm. Like, how you get anything done? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then sometimes like even through my ad advocacy work, sometimes like it's hard to understand like a leader's position when you don't you know have leadership like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I have to like, I guess, not make everything a direct democracy, because it's not mm. gonna work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, yeah, I hate to say it, but that that that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, you know, getting even like you know, remember when we just would try to decide on you know where to eat as a group, and everybody's just at a standstill. I'm just like, why? Come on, guys. <laughs> just like, it's okay to have an opinion. Yeah. You know, just like when you know that scales up too. You know, like people can't make decisions about things or just, you know, in the organization. Like, unfortunately, just there's some people that need to make the executive decision. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Jeez. <laughs>
Yeah. We didn't play on talking on ESP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um... Uh, so I guess uh, one of the big news things that are going on in the world is how, you know, like, big banks have been failing. Um, mm. There are two major banks that have got in big trouble this week. And, you know, people are biting their nails today, about, uh, especially about Silicon Valley. Because mm. if that bank goes under, you know, their, um, the investors lose, lose out on their money. And um, was the chairman of the Fed was like, yeah, we're not going to bail you out. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know I think the executive branch was like really like panicking like oh shit we gotta help these guys <laughs> mm. so it's like great cause everything's tied together like people wanna like I remember when I was working retail and this guy came up to me he's like hey why does it cost so much I'm like okay well <laughs> let me tell you do let me tell you how, you know, how much you guys spend on, you know, manufacturing and marketing, blah, 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 And I gave him a quick rundown, like, think of all these things. And he's like, he's like, oh, and he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, eggs are, eggs here are expensive, man. It's through the roof, bro. Ah, uh, so, yeah, yeah, same here. Right? It's like, it just seems like making an omelet's like a, like a gourmet meal now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, I can't, like... I'm like, am I gonna have to become a vegetarian just out of like economics? Mm. You know, it's, I don't know anymore. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. I hate to think that like maybe like Gen Z or whatever is gonna, or even like the one before that, um, will be the last generation to be able to really frivolous with things. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's like you just got a fountain just for fun, and you can, you know, <laughs> on and all this shit. Mm. <laughs> like I, 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 I do got this notion. Like we're gonna have to like strongly encourage people to conserve and be more, you know, thoughtful about how they use resources in the incredibly near future. Yeah, you know, like. <clears throat> Well, I, I don't know how to phrase this so it sounds good, so, <laughs> but I'll just say it anyway. <clears throat> you know, like, a lot of the things that... Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really don't know how to say this. Um, let, well, let me just start off by saying I don't believe that what Cosby did was right. <laughs> 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 but look, I mean, someday, you know, I think people are going to look at us and they're going to say, you guys are such bastards. <laughs> like, you know, we have a picture of you just like wasting water. <laughs> You'll just be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> swimming in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it looks like. Everybody was doing it at the time. Come on. <laughs> Like, I think we're, yeah, people are just going to be really pissed off at our generation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I could see that happening. And I'm just going to be like, well, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, give them the Cosby, right? And everybody else is doing it. <laughs> it it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird to think about that, you know, it's like. Look how much you wasted. You, you, you threw away perfectly good food. What the hell? Mm, yep. Yep. I, mean, I still don't like that <laughs> right now. Mm. Well, you know, like, like there, I saw this like food eating contest, or you know, yeah, like, yeah, and like I remember one of my friends, uh, one of my uh, friends had like uh, a long time ago. He's like, that's so wasteful. You know, like mm. there are people that don't have enough to eat, and they, these people are just eating for like entertainment. They're they're, yeah. they're like stuffing themselves like to the point of bursting and they're just eating even more just just cuz like that's like that's gross and yeah. i was like yeah that's true that is gross <laughs> that, that, yeah it's messed up like you know like it is. hey everybody look how much i could eat <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's still a thing you know people online is like there's that one uh, um girl from japan who like mm -hmm. got real popular on youtube just mm -hmm. You know, really small and just being mm -hmm. able to 
you'd like you know as much as like a football team yep yep and um, yeah it does seem pretty like gauche and like mm. still people will be like what the hell's wrong with you mm. yep. yeah kind of weird uh speaking of oh yeah so i don't know how to transition but uh how's that baseball <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the the World Baseball Classic is going on, which is supposed to be like the World Cup, uh, but with baseball. So mm. people play for their own, uh, despite wherever they're playing, they play for the uh, team of their nationality. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it's going on. That mm. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, I, I'm kind of interested in the, in the Team Japan, um, mm. but... Yeah, they're doing okay so far. Okay, like um, I think they either have or will institute a new rule in the MLB. Instead, they're gonna have a pitching clock, like a shot clock. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are going to implement that. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah, it is um. Yeah, X amount of seconds if there's nobody on base, and X amount of seconds if there is somebody on base. And like, yeah, I, I don't mind. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I, people were too slow to begin with. Dude, American baseball takes forever. Oh, actually, <laughs> but there there was a case where the team lost because the batter did not get into the batter's box fast enough. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so it was it was kind of like you know a full <laughs> count, like three and two, you know, like people yeah. on the base, and then like you know the guy comes up, and then he's, you know, he he takes his time, and then the, the umpire's like, nope, you took too long to <laughs> get into the batter's box. That's a strike. Strike three, you're out. The game's over. Oh. And everybody was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the cause of a riot right there. Yeah, like that's a really bad way to end the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, that that's kind of. Uh. Yeah, because like, you know, once upon a time it was the same thing in the, N in the NBA. They didn't have a shot clock. We just screw screw around. You know? <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters time. Exactly. Like, let me just, you know, play some tricks on people. And <laughs> I mean, I also think there are just some games that just take too long. Like, tennis is just way too long. Mm. Yeah. I think tennis would be accessible, you know, to be more entertaining if they, you know, did something like that. Or at least, like, cut it in half. Hmm. Like, I understand it's, like, part of the game, and it's, like, it's supposed to be about a game of endurance as well. Hmm. I'm just, like, I just don't have that much patience in me anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And, hmm. But, you know, like, I don't like games like, uh, like football, mm -hmm. like, where the clock is the strategy. True. Like, that's, that sounds like, I don't know, that's weak, man. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just gonna sit here, we're gonna kneel. Yeah. <laughs> like... What kind of way? Like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there is that too. But yeah, it's it, it's kind of it, it's part of the strategy. I, I guess see being argued both ways. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. But also, like when I was a child, I hated video games that had time time limits. <laughs> I was like, leave me alone. I'm trying to have fun. <laughs> There's <laughs> no pressure from bullshit, you know? Mm. It's like, like, I didn't care about that. I also didn't care about high scores. I'm like, this is a number. Do mm. I get anything? No. So why do I care about points? Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of games still have points. Like, mm. and, like I don't get why. Like, e even like... Well, like, like Street Fighter. Mm. Like, you either win or you lose. <laughs> <laughs> like, there you go, exactly. Right? Like, if you lose, it doesn't matter how many points you got. <laughs> yeah. It's a consolation to me, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. I think it's just one of those weird holdovers from, like, older games. Mm, the arcade era, where you'd get to put your initials in the uh, arcade machine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, there you go. You just spell ass, and there you go. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> dick with a K. Uh, exactly. Dick with a K. <laughs> 
Yeah, you made it. <laughs> right? Oh. Man, those are simpler times, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, uh, another rough transition. I did watch the new Chris Rock special. Mm. And How was it? I, I, I liked it. It was funny, but it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't, like, as thought-provoking. And um, I do find it that I, I gained more when I read other people's good insights into it. And so mainly it was about him, you know... Getting slapped. <laughs> that was a good chunk of it. That was the most important part of it. Hmm. The paraphrase is like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to talk bad about like Kanye because I don't need another rapper getting mad at me. <laughs> 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 he also talked about um, how he still kind of um, identifies himself as being like poor. As a, as a riff on pronouns, like my pronouns, I'm not poor. <laughs> like, like no, you're not. Like, but I think it's also like when you grow up with not with not having much, it sticks with you, you know, throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Like it affects you in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, because maybe you're just afraid of losing your wealth, even no matter where you are in life. Yeah. Whereas if you're born into wealth, that's not even a thought in your head. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder is that you know, that's what he's talking about. And um, he also kind of talked about how, you know, victimhood and like, oh yeah, like, you ever notice these, like, you know, these really angry white guys are trying to take back government from other white guys? <laughs> and so he, he mentioned that. But, like, I feel like his final comment, his final joke was so interesting because it pertained to, um, you know, his, you know, the incident with Will Smith hmm. and how, like, I mean, a spoiler alert, he, he, he mentions like, you know, it's like the difference between me and him is that I had parents that taught me better. I had parents that said, don't, yeah, don't fight in front of white people, <laughs> <laughs> which like, you know, well, it's easy to not think about it when you do think it really does mean a lot. And it was really thought provoking because, you know, he grew up in an area, you know, an era where there's a lot more, um, outright bigotry and that you, you know, people of color, I guess, just wanted to show that, you know, we're just as, as you know, as um, worthy of, of dignity and respect as other people, so therefore we should, you know, never air our dirty laundry in public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was super interesting to think about, mm-hmm. because I think that's what, I think that's what really, hurt, I guess, hurt Chris Rock, mm-hmm. that, like, another person of the same, you know, skin color Mm-hmm. kind of violated that rule mm-hmm. and like in such a public way like and I think you know the one of the most dangerous things you can do to a man is rob him of his dignity mm-hmm. like you, that will drive people to you know do horrible things because their pride was hurt yeah and that you know you know it was just you know he really like, Chris Rock started really giving it to Will Smith, you know, like, really kind of, like, and just thinking, well, like, yeah, this guy's, you know, everybody thinks he's a bitch, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, and I just really do think it really did really hurt Chris Rock's ego, like, mm-hmm. more than, like, he let on, and, like, and to bring it back to the victim thing, like, he's like, I'm never going to be a victim, I'm not going to go and open cry about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I just think that, that that pain, like, lives inside him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, you know, due to, you know, his, the way he was brought up and this and that, he's never going to, like, outwardly show it that he's, you know, that was a really tough thing that happened in his life. Mm. Maybe later in life, but now, you know, it's not going to be shown like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it, I think it is good to like watch it, but it's it's not like you know the old Chris Rock routines when he was like a young dude, you know, really mm-hmm. you know make yeah. break ground. Mm-hmm. But even going back to that stand up, I think I heard that he kind of regrets some of his his, his jokes back then, 
mm. because it excused racism. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you, you've seen yeah the, the bit about like, the black people versus yes yes yeah. exactly because <laughs> <laughs> I actually did hear people say that you know to criticize black people like jeez now I see mm-hmm. like man I'm I'm just glad well. I hope that I never have anything like that in my past to come back to haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So you said this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't I think one time you and I talked about how like comedy in Japan is really different. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like they don't have stand-up comedians there, do they? Uh. Yeah, it's not the same. Um, mm, uh, one of the popular forms of comedy is called manzai, and it's with two people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, two people tell a story together. Uh, and I guess it's kind of like uh, how some late night show hosts have, like, you know, another person sitting around mm-hmm. to, to bounce ideas off of or to make jokes or with. Uh, so it's kind of like that. Um, it's very high-paced, um, mm-hmm. very snappy, uh, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, <laughs> they have rakugo, which is what I think would be closer to um, stand-up, because it's just one person, and sometimes they'll tell a very long story, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, and have it be funny. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, rakugo is like a, a traditional form of humor so it, it's pretty old like you, you know you wear like the kimono and stuff like that and yeah so so it's not like groundbreaking stuff right <laughs> oh yeah mm. Mm. oh that reminds me I have a random um, Japanese language question for you ah. so the, the word kimono mm. is it literally the word like like kiru to wear and mono like thing yeah it's made up of those characters so, is it just something got real lazy? Yeah, that's just clothes. It's something you wear. Eh, it's practical. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that. Like, huh? It, like, like what a nondescript Japanese word if you speak Japanese. Hmm. Yeah. You put on that thing you wear. We're gonna go out to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. <laughs> oh man. Okay, that's. My satisfaction, my curiosity satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, hmm. Any other talking points today? Yeah, actually, I, I was going to ask you about uh, pizza chains. Oh! Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's right, pizza. All right. Pizza, pizza. So, yeah. <laughs> Before the show, we were talking about pizza, and I mentioned how like I had really bad pizza last week and I was like mm. shocked at how bad it was <laughs> <laughs> and so um, what well, is interesting to think about is like pizza like in other parts of the world mm. like I've had it in different parts and like weird and I'm still super biased to American style pizza especially New York style that's my that's my pizza mm. like Chicago style is, is okay it just feels like it's a pizza casserole mm. so or so like in Japanese pizza, I want to ask you, what are your favorite toppings on Japanese pizza? Hmm. Well, uh, just well, Japanese pizzas are very light, uh, mm-hmm. especially compared to American pizza. So I think a lot of people would be uh, very disappointed. Uh, mm-hmm. They're very uh, thin crust as well, or th- just like just thin, um, and. Um, the one, well, I, I guess eggplant, eggplant, mm-hmm. maybe spinach. Oh yeah. Eggplant, spinach, bacon, maybe solid. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like I, I like the. I've, well, I've gotten used to pizzas here, <laughs> where it's not like super like meat and grease and like that kind of stuff. It's more light with like fresher ingredients kind of thing, and it's like where the like the ingredients, the, especially the vegetables, are more lightly cooked. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like a vegetable as opposed to like, you know, just being like, you know, ovened to like to death and where it's just like a blob, you know? True. So, 
Yeah. Do you like squid ink on your pizza? Nope. Nope. <laughs> don't like any kind of fish on pizza. Don't like tuna. Don't like, and I'm not into that. It is. It is jarring because I feel like it's weird to have like dairy and fish. Mm. It's like, uh, yeah. Not really. I don't really like it that much. Mm. So yeah, and just you know, as a as a stereotypical American, I eat too much, so. <laughs> you get a large pizza over there, it's like, <laughs> so who ordered the personal pan pizza? This is fun. Yeah, yeah, the pizzas are really small and expensive. So. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I like to tell people that Pizza Hut is like a, like a fancier place to eat in China. So, mm. yeah, it's like, it's nice. And like the, the, the restaurant is like nice and um, with the, it just, it's, it's like somewhere you take a date to, you know? Wow. Yeah, it's it's a different experience, and like even the KFC there, like kind of more upscale, and like the I remember one time seeing chicken a la king on the menu, like ooh, Hmm. don't get this back here. So yeah, it's it's different, but then like the times I had Taco Bell overseas, like this is basically the same. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I had Korean, just like this is the same. I don't. Okay, I guess it's consistent. <laughs> mm. So yeah. <laughs> Do you ever miss pizza over here? Ah, sometimes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I guess. Um. On your so on your pizzas, what do you like on your pizza? Uh, yeah, mostly just like light vegetables and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't ask you what were your topics uh, or oh. your or your toppings. Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, I agree. Like, it's I don't think you really get eggplant very easily over here, but I like that. I usually like spinach, um, sun-dried tomatoes, maybe like spicy sausage um i've been trying to get more vegetables so i try to go heavier on that like green peppers hmm. but sometimes for efficiency's sake i, I like calzones over and like calzones basically a piece of folded over hmm. yeah so, i don't like that but you know it pieces here are usually greasier and you know you gotta you're gonna make a your mess without you know ridiculousness to get to eat Mm. But yeah, but the other problem is like, I I'm like I'm ma- uh, yeah moderately uh, lactose intolerant, so I gotta be ready. Mm. Those lactate oh. pills, man. Mm. It's like, are you okay with lactose? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. I, I don't usually overdo it though, so I I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna try <laughs> chugging gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't, even, I don't know if I, I said this before, but like, um, it's about uh, how people wish that their pets could talk, <laughs> and I like, I just, I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you would not like your pet to talk. <laughs> it wouldn't say anything good about you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, like I. I I just think that's uh, a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like mm. I have three pets, and I'm glad they can't talk. Because they mm. would just like, give me food, give me food, give me food, or look at me, look at me, look at me. Right? <laughs> All yeah. The time. It's like, yeah, and then you'd feel bad. Just like, hey, shut up. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> like, no, look at me. No, give me food. <laughs> yeah, you think you're all that because you have opposable thumbs? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're smart. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you know, when you have someone over, yeah, he masturbated <laughs> when I was in the room. <laughs> I was super uncomfortable. 
<laughs> Imagine what he's looking at. <laughs> oh. oh boy. How about you? What's uh, what's your rant? Oh boy. What to choose? Um, my rant has to do with, um, I guess how so many people double screen and or triple screen <laughs> it seems crazy to me so you're watching tv and you got your laptop going and you're looking at your phone mm. it's like what are you even doing you know mm. i i guess i can understand if like it's something urgent and something like you gotta get done but i don't know like i tried to like i don't really believe in multitasking i think that mm. just gets carried away too badly mm. and so you know i try to put my attention on one thing at a time mm-hmm. you know because like i want to be more absorbed in, into it and to more be more mindful of it mm-hmm. but like it just seems so common nowadays that mm-hmm. you know you're basically looking at a screen from the time you you, you get up to the time you go to sleep mm. and um I was watching. I was watching this uh, Netflix docu- documentary, um, the Social Dilemma, and like it was interesting to think about how like AI and in in big data companies have so much control, and it can be used to socially engineer things. Mm-hmm. I mean, a criticism of that of that one was that they also had like a dramatic reenactment, and I think that really undercut the like what we were saying. Mm. It was a little like, oh yeah, this person's going down this rabbit hole and now it's becoming extremist, and just it took away from the narrative. Uh. But yeah, I just and then I I went on YouTube to um, hear like like an analysis of it, and like a this um, somebody who said they were a doctor but conspicuously didn't provide their um, credentials. Was like so, like oh, I didn't, I did, I disagree. Like, he tried to um, cite some articles, and what's weirder is like I made the mistake of looking at the comments, mm. and they're saying like oh yeah, it's about personal responsibility, it's about critical thinking, but like you, like did any of you even watch the documentary? Because like they're saying that everybody's vulnerable to it, and that you know it kind of takes away your critical thinking because it confuses. The truth with misinformation and that you know with um with personal responsibility it's 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 everywhere like how can you be personally responsible when like you have so little say in it mm-hmm. and that you know people aren't demanding regulations and 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 this and that mm-hmm. and so i think those people were really short-sighted in their in their in their criticisms or their takeaways from from the analysis of the documentary mm. and so yeah I mean even as a professional like I always advise people like you know be, be mindful of your of you know of your screen time like you know you want to develop a relationship with your family and the people around you and you know looking at screen is an opportunity to cost as well mm. so, yeah yeah I just hope people get a little bit more conscious about, you know, the technology they're using and how it really affects them. Because mm-hmm. I still think it's, I don't want all my memories to be of something I watched mm-hmm. rather than something I actually did or experienced. Yeah. yeah. And that's because I regret my childhood because that's a lot of it, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time for shoutouts. Okay, yeah. Um shall I go first or if if you may. Okay, yeah. Uh so my shout out goes uh it's not a super super good one, but it's uh it goes out to this guy called uh, Mo Willems and I guess he's a uh, an author for children's books and he worked on Sesame Street uh and I guess he did some other stuff as well. But uh, yeah, like he makes children's books. Um, most popular is probably his uh, Elephant and Piggy books. 
so it's these two characters, an elephant and a pig, and uh, you know they're friends. And you know the, the, his his picture books are about fifty pages long, but they're 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 like there's no text on like a lot of them. Like they're just walking around or doing actions or something, or there's maybe one or two words. Um, and it's just uh, like his like his books. Like I actually have all of his elephant and piggy books. I think he had like twenty of them. Mm. And they were really, really good, I thought. Mm. And a lot of them have like nice, nice messages in them, and you know they're they're cute and they're funny and uh, mm. they're good for helping like kids to read and stuff mm. like that. So uh, yeah, I, I just I really uh, he stopped making the elephant and pig books, which was too bad. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, like uh, one of the things was. Uh, like uh, el- the elephant and the pig are friends, and so the elephant was like, uh, you know, or the pig brought his food, his slop, and then the elephant was just like, oh, what's that? He's like, oh, it's, it's slop. It's part of pig culture. I love this stuff. Everybody, all the pigs love it. And why don't you give it a try? And he's like, dude, it smells bad. He's like, no, no, give it a try. Uh, and like the elephant's like, no. And he's like, and so the, you know, the pig gets all sad. He's like, oh, okay, okay. And he walks off, and then. The elephant's like, oh, hold on, I'll, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. And the pig's like, oh, wow, yeah, you might really like it. He's like, I don't know. So the, the elephant, like, takes a small piece and eats it, and it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pig was like, oh, so, yeah, how, how do you like it? You know, it's super spicy, but, like, you know, how was it? And the elephant was like, you know, uh, I don't like it, um, but I'm glad I tried it because I like you. Oh. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that is nice. That's, you know, that, that's, that's very positive. I like that, that. That's a good lesson for kids to have, you know. It's like, yeah, you don't have to like everything, you know. Just right. at least give it a try, because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and, and like all of his books are, are kind of like, like that. Um, some are more lighter and funnier, and like some are, you know, whatever. But like, you know, they're all really cute. And they're just like really good books so mm-hmm. yeah that's my shout out if you know any kids <laughs> get nice. them a book by mo willems i like that i like that uh all right so i like that shout out so um mine goes to my good friend um um adrian and so i had the privilege of guest starring on his uh podcast the walker ac experience it's a great podcast about positivity and just what was just fun is that um he you know i shared our our podcast episode last time on on our feed and he just you know reached out to me he's like hey man i love this podcast i just want to promote the hell out of you Mm. and like we haven't talked to each other since or seen each other since 2001 Mm. And just, I told him that, like, you know, getting back in touch with him was, like, a special thing that, like, people don't get experienced easily, being reunited with an old friend. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he was one of um, my good friends when I moved to Florida. And, like, you know, at the time was, you know, I was getting, I was um, in college, undergrad, and, like, you know, it's hard to meet people that you really connect to. And, like, we, we missed met working at the mall and just... I just really had a lot of good times with him, and even though, like, basically two decades passed, you know, it was still, you know, to know that he's doing well and, like, he's leading a good life, it was really nice, and just, it was so, so nice to be, uh, you know, connecting like you and I do mm. through the medium of a podcast, mm. and that, you know, it's, he's all about, you know, being entertaining and, and you know, uplifting people and just, I really appreciated just, you know, reuniting with a friend like that. So, you know, you know, go ahead and add, you know, the Walker AC experience, you know, to your to your list of things to listen to just that, you know, to just have something po- another positive uh, source in your life. Hmm. What? Uh, do you know why his podcast is named that? Um, I think it's, it's like it's his name that he goes by. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Walker AC. Yeah. So it was a very, it was a very special 
uh, a thing that happened to me last week. Wow, yeah, you know, it really is like one of the best feelings in the world when you see someone that you like and they're doing good for themselves, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, oh, dude, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm. And I think it's also like, I think it also says to somebody's character when they can be truly happy for another person. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so I guess we got to the end of the show. Please uh, like and subscribe. Um, please find us on like was it Podomatic, yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. anywhere else. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, check it. You know, leave us comments on our basically on our Facebook feeds where we usually post a link. Hmm. Yeah, um, I haven't looked at our Podomatic page in forever, so <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody has left comments there. <laughs> Let's find out. I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to check it sometime. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So yes, thanks for uh, tuning into the March episode. Yeah, and I guess we'll see you when the weather gets better in April. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>